I was born Tammy Sunai on March 31, 1963, eight months before President Kennedy was assassinated and the ground shifted under all of us a little. I have no memory of my biological father, though he called the house once after he'd been drinking. I'd always assumed my mother decided to change my name, partially to erase him from her life. Later I learned that's not what happened at all. It was my adoptive father, Jack Gailey, who wanted it changed. Smart girls weren't named Tammy Sue. Dad wanted a smart girl. We are from York, Pennsylvania, a factory town where the people, mostly of Pennsylvania Dutch descent, produce flooring, water turbines, and Harley-Davidson's. AstroTurf was invented here. It's where York barbells are manufactured and where the USA Weightlifting Hall of Fame has its headquarters. People born in York usually die in York. In a town where Ozzie and Harriet were the standard bearers for family life, we were the oddballs. Dad, who adopted me at three, was in the state legislature for 12 years and later a prominent criminal defense attorney. He was 11 years older than my mother, who was his third wife. Six feet one, bearded and bow-tied, he wore jeans and a macrame belt and a black cape in winter and was radical in his grooming, by which I mean his hair fell below his collar. A prosperous intellectual, he refused to move to a tonier area. Instead, my mother, sister, and I were ensconced in an enormous Munsters-like row house in the center of a working-class neighborhood. He held progressive views about race in a town that was deeply divided, where blacks and whites lived on separate sides of the city, and you didn't dare go a few blocks in the wrong direction unless you wanted a beating. These views made him suspect. He had also left his wife and three children and married an actress, my mother. That made him suspect, too. But then, who wouldn't fall in love with my mother? She looked like a Hitchcock blonde, but had the effervescence and charm of a car salesman which in a sense, she was. In addition to the job she got as spokesperson in industrial films, she could sell the hell out of a piece of linoleum. She was the Orsman Chevrolet girl for their Maryland dealership, declaring cheekily, you get your way at Orsman Chevrolet. Mom was a local celebrity. She had her own glam poster, which the dealership sold. Recently, she got a note from someone with an attached photo. This was my dorm room and the posters on the wall were her and Farrah Fawcett. Her notoriety for those commercials extended to the Oval Office. Mandel, Mandy Orsman, the owner of the huge dealership and probably a big Republican donor, was at a White House event. On the receiving line, President Nixon reportedly said, that little girl who does your commercials does a good job. I'd like to meet her someday. In all of my early memories, Mom is doing one of two things, fixing her makeup, or telling me to go out to play. Her appearance was her calling card, and she knew it. I'm not quite sure if she was fearless or reckless or both. I do know she was the kind of person who didn't look back. After her first early marriage, she joined a traveling rodeo, following a boyfriend who was a cowboy. It's not like she was a great rider, but she looked gorgeous on horseback and figured she'd learn a few tricks. It beats selling ladies' shoes, which was her previous day job. Mom didn't really have a long attention span when it came to men. She first married a local boy at 17 when she was four months pregnant with my sister Kim. They also had another baby who died suddenly at five months old. They divorced shortly thereafter. 
Six years later, she married her second husband, Robert Nye, and had me. She divorced him when I was three and married Jack Gailey, the man I always knew as dad. Dad could be an arrogant superior man because he knew he was generally the smartest person in the room. But I adored him, and he doted on me. Which is why, when I got older, I never tried to find my biological father. It felt like an insult to the man who raised me, and I'm pretty sure, given Jack's controlling nature, he didn't want me trying to find him either. Soon after they met, Mom and Dad were cast opposite each other in a community theater production. He was Caesar, and she was Cleopatra. My mother was a romantic. Perhaps she saw a better end for her and Dad than the characters in Shaw's play. It was obvious to me, even as a child, that my mother's dreams went beyond being the Orsman Chevrolet girl. She was going to make it out of York, Pennsylvania, one way or another. It was just...